Food and Beverage Magazine Live, bringing food and beverage to life with your hosts, James Beard Award winner Jennifer English and Food and Beverage Magazine publisher Michael Politz. Featuring leaders in the hospitality, branded food and beverage, and CPG industries, many of whom are Jennifer and Michael's friends in the business. For an informal and informative conversation where friends in the business share the latest intel, ideas, and best practices. Live, juicy inside scoop from the tastemakers, newsmakers, bread bakers, drink shakers, spoon lickers, clam diggers, farms, foodies, and friends of the food and beverage magazine world. Here are your hosts, Jennifer English and Michael Politz. I don't even know where Jennifer is. Jennifer is somewhere between Yuma, Arizona, and Tucson, Arizona, on an Amtrak, I think. She may pop in, but I couldn't wait. Because today we have, and as you guys all know, I'm an entrepreneur from the, from the start, right? By the way, I used to be in a lot better shape when I was younger. I've got to say that now, because when the guy comes on, we're going we're gonna to go, oh, yeah, I remember Michael. He was so cute, and he would train all the time, and then he, you know, got fat and happy. So... Growing up was all entrepreneurship, right? And going through college and doing all this. And who was there? Was a, there was a a movement during this time, right? A movement in television and entrepreneurs. And there was very, I mean, there was very few people. You would read the books of Iacocca, but then there's other guys that you would be like, "Whoa, I'm reading Iacocca, but I need to meet this guy." Well, it's only been 30 years, and I am so honored to have one of my I mean, all-time greatest celebrities that I've ever wanted to meet because not only has he got a great smile, girls, but the reality is he's freaking brilliant. We're going to go deep into his brain today. We're going to go deep into his brain today. We're going to find out what. how did he do this because he didn't just lift weights. So let's bring on Jake Steinfeld. Body by Jake. Oh What's up, man? What oh, a man. great... Listen, Mike, what a great intro. I think I'm, I'm just going to sit back and let you continue to talk about me, man. Well, I've learned from the best. We know that. I mean, look at my training was from Robin Leach, your old good friend, right? Uh, I mean, so. before, before we got on to do this, I mean, Robin Leach, one of the first things that I ever did, uh, Robin put me on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous when I literally had just saved up enough money. I got to Los Angeles, Michael, right? Um, I grew up, I was born in Brooklyn. I was raised in Baldwin, Long Island, Strong Island, as we say. <laughs> and uh, I, I was an overweight kid. I had a bad stutter as a kid. Um, my dad bought me a set of weights when I was 13 years old. And during this conversation, I'll talk about a lot of things with you, but you know, some, some, some major points where life is about moments. And, and I know you agree and believe that. Some moments in our lives are, are great. Some moments in our lives are not so great. We'll talk about them all. But I was this overweight kid. I had this bad stutter. I loved sports. I wasn't uh, wasn't very good at sports. I loved being with my buddies. Um, I remember my bar mitzvah where mm -hmm. when it was time to get the bar mitzvah suit, uh, my mom took me to this place called Sims out in Long Island. Of right? course. Of course. We all know Sims. Cy Sims. Cy Sims. And his daughter, Marcy. <laughs> Cy Sims. Cy Sims. That's it. And the guy walks you down the row, and you're looking at all these very, very, very snappy-looking suits, and then he gets to where, which, by the way, you pass all those suits, and now you in front of the – it looks like these suits look like shower curtains with buttons. The Huskies. And, smart. by the way, fit me like a glove. And, right. you know, I'll never forget the moment where – it was embroidered on the sleeve. It said the word husky. And, you know, <laughs> right? And this is my life story. Keep going, Jay. No, but, but, but listen to me. And I looked at my mom, you know, and I'm the oldest son, four kids. And I said, Ma, what does husky mean? She said, darling, it, it, it means you're a young man. And I thought, oh, my God. Now, back in the day, I'm 62 years old now. So back in the day, 13, 1971, you know, we used to have ID bracelets, you know, yeah, and if you're lucky enough to ask a girl out to go steady, you give the ID bracelet. That was going to be my ID bracelet. I'm husky. <laughs> I'm a young man. Isn't that great? 
And you know, you know where that story ends. So I'll, I'm going to cut forward to that summer. My dad buys a set of weights. True story. Uh, puts it out in the backyard, sets up this weight bench, calls me out into the backyard, says, come on, we're going to do some bench pressing. And I looked down at my Twinkies and I said, no, nah, this is really not for me, dad. And he was a guy that asked you to do something once. And then he would, he would drop it. Well, I used to also live downstairs. Now, you know, oldest son, Long Island, the basement, right? Yeah. Let me give you a little visual. Um, I used to have, um, what's this? Um, I used to have all these, um, all these different posters in my room. I had, I had Alice Cooper on one wall. I had Jimi Hendrix on the other wall. I had my blacklight posters, right? And, uh, it, it, it was a, oh, by the way, I had an Afro, with with uh with braces. Right, so it, how's how that I, how's that picture to start this show? Okay. I love it. I love to fill We're good. <laughs> and my father says, if you're not gonna work out, let's bring the weights, bring the weights into the laundry room. Right? My bedroom was off the laundry room. I put the weights in there. And for whatever the reason was, they sat there and sat there. And I was not, I was never really great in school, Michael. You know, I was more, you know, having a bad stutter. I was, I, I was, uh, uh, you know, I had friends, but I was a little quiet because if you start to stutter, you know, the kids would make fun of you a little yeah. bit. And I had some great friends and I, I was, I kept to myself a little bit. And this one night, I'm doing social studies homework. I was never great at social studies. I was never great at school. And I'm underlining, you know, highlighting everything, everything that, you know, the teacher says, highlight the most important things. And whatever it was that moment, right, I looked into the laundry room and I saw this. It was, it was an easy curl bar, right, right of course. that my father had bought. And whatever it was that I walked in, I grabbed the weights, I closed my bedroom door. I put this mirror on top of my little ottoman and I had this tank top on, right? And my stomach was hanging over my underpants. And I used to love to listen to Frank Sinatra as I did it my way. So I had Sinatra. I had Alice Cooper and Jimi Hendrix, the Afro. Oh, by the way, braces and a little yes, no mustache, a little hair oh, here, yeah. a little hair there. And I queued up. The, the song, I did it my way. At the end of Frank's album, there's this wild applause for Frank Sinatra. And all of a sudden, this is all happening in real time now, Michael. I'm looking in the mirror. I put my headset on, right? Looking in the mirror, queued up to the applause for Frank. And I start doing my bicep curls. And I hear the applause in front of 50,000 screaming fans at Madison Square Garden. And very honestly, that's really where it all began, man, because I felt connected to those weights and the weights to me. And whatever it did, it didn't just build my body, but it built my confidence and my self-esteem. And I immediately said, oh, man, I want to become Mr. America. That's what I want to do. And for a Jewish kid from Long Island, you know, it's not it's like my mom says, yeah, no. <laughs> My grandma said, you know, yeah, I don't know about this. So I was the first one in my family to go to college. I went to college upstate New York, you know, Cornell yeah. University. Yeah, of course. Hospitality. Of course. Yeah. I, I went to Cortland down the street. Okay. And uh, where it snowed, right? It snowed from the second you got there. Uh, and it's not too conducive to walk around in your gold lame posing trunks in 18 inches of snow. And oh. I, I'm just I, saying. I was a Jewish young man. Already we got problems. I don't want, you know, it's a little cold. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, so I'm the first one in my whole family. My mother and father didn't go to college. Their families never went to right. college. And my father said, look, you know, this is a big honor for the family. You being there, school was never for me. And I'm there for three months, and I'll never forget the moment once again where my mom used to call every week to check in, how's poli sci, how's English? Mm -hmm. And I said, Ma, I took a big deep breath, 
And everybody who listens to your show, and you have some great folks who listen, I've done my homework. You have a passionate fan base, Michael. Passionate fan base. Just because Jennifer's not on, I'm not going to hold it against her. She's waiting right now. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, bring her on. Come on. She's going to ruin the boys' moment that we're having, though. But uh, she'll come on. She'll she'll join. Have have her walk in. Jennifer, where are you? I see you. I don't see you. Hold on a minute. She's... Let me restart it again. I can see her face. So she's a little blocked. All right, let's wait till she starts moving again. But I can see her face. But I think it's not moving. So let's wait. That's okay. That's okay. So, so once again, life is life is about moments. And I got enough courage to stop my mom from asking these questions. And and you know this too, as an entrepreneur, you know, when you have an idea, when you have something, a dream, and Sometimes it's the people closest to you seem to be the most challenging, maybe the most negative, because a few reasons. Maybe they don't want to see you get hurt. Maybe they don't want to see you fail and get hurt. Or maybe there are some people that don't want you to succeed. So they would rather, you know, that misery loves company thing. Well, my parents, obviously. Let me stop you because that is an amazing thing you just said, right? When I wrote, we talked about my book, when I wrote this book, right? The first thing in there is like you are going to have people tell you that you can't do it, that you can't open a restaurant, that you can't make things work. You can't, right? And for and what you said, so we all know that part. But for what you just said was, are they jealous, or do they really think you can't? Right? And it's true, like you. And it sounds catty for most people. Well, they're just saying that because they're jealous. But you know what? You're right. I mean, they don't want you to succeed. But here's the reason I believe, and I, and I really studied this for many years, it's it's that there are some people out there that believe if Michael is successful and he's my friend, then that means I can't be successful because there's there's not enough success to go around. But it's just the opposite. It's, it's just the opposite. Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer. I see Jennifer. Jennifer, you there? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, can you hear me? Hi, Jennifer. Hi, love. Hey, welcome. How you doing? I to tell you, I love your story because I, first of all, isn't Cortland, isn't that a very, uh, isn't that a, an athletic school? Don't they have a lot of uh, programs for people who go into the, the athletic PE, yeah, physical education. It's a great place for you to have been. Yeah, it's a phys ed school, right? But I was listening to you and your story of self-discovery Every parent wishes for their child that moment of empowerment when they look in a mirror and they see their future that they can have a hand in creating. We may you have just a said bar mitzvah, but mitzvah, you may became an adult. But when you know, you know, they say if you can't see it, you can't be it. And you That's saw it. it and you felt it. And you had this moment of self-discovery. I got chills when I was listening to that. Oh, thank you. Thank. And by the way, it's such a pleasure to see you. And you're in Tucson. That's where my that's where my wife's family is from. My wife Tracy is from Arizona. No, her sisters, her sisters are there now. They live there. Absolutely. Well, well, we'll have to have a, a hello when this is all over with the COVID. But I have to ask you a question. First of all, I know Michael's already done this, but I want to say again, congratulations. Today is important to have you on, and I know you moved a lot of things to be on with us today. And I have to say how uh, how much of an honor it is to have you doing a launch with us today. It's important. I haven't even even brought it up yet, Jennifer. I haven't brought it up. I was going to get to it. We're doing a little Katahora dance right now. (laughs) Then we're going to get to that. It needs to be reminded. That now is a moment of opportunity. If you see opportunity and you see, she's very wordy. Jennifer, we can't hear you. So we're gonna, Jennifer, you need to re- come into a, a better zone. But I see where she's going. I see what she's she, saying, Michael. She's very good. She's like, There's an opportunity right now for what you what you're launching today. That's right. And and we'll get to it because we got some time. We want to sort of hang a little bit. I, the audience. Man. I want to know about you as a businessman and what we can, because the people that are watching right now, right? And you're getting there because we're getting there. Like, 
you know, these stories, and I'll throw a little bit in throughout the different shows. And I, you know, I, listen, you, you, I've got a few people that I've always said, wow, this is an incredible, right? And you were always up there, right? I mean, you know, Tony Little too, but more to you. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but, but stop, Chuck Norris. But more importantly, <laughs> no, but you're a businessman, right? But you, 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 you see a need. You got a product. You came from humble beginnings, right? Humble, humble beginnings, right? You built yourself as a brand, and that's hard to do, right? Right. Because you're right. not an actor. You're not a singer. You, you know, you are you. Like, it's right. big, and, and emotionally, that's the hardest thing to do because you can't hide behind your singing. Or, you know, we just talked about Mike a little bit, Tyson. You know, he's the one of the, I mean, to me, the greatest boxer. Don't tell Sugar Ray because I never miss around the corner. <laughs> but, you know, you can't, you can't, the thing is, they have something there, right? They have something blocking them. You know, they're, right. they're emotions, right? You put yourself out there like, oh my God. Right. So that's what we're that's getting it. into. So but you're 130% right. So and it was interesting that Jennifer, when she said what I was able to hear about your grandma, about a bar mitzvah, you know, my parents, who I love very much, my dad passed away a long time ago. My mom is not in great shape these days. Uh, my grandma was my biggest fan. She was the one that that was the coolest. Myra Dubastein was her name, just the greatest. She is from Brooklyn. Uh, she she ran the Manhattan Beach Hotel where Neil Sadaka got bar mitzvahed, where, I mean, like, you know, some crazy stuff. And my grandma was the coolest lady, seriously, on the planet. And she was the one that was my biggest fan, where when I told my mom, and it's a funny story at, at Cortland, I'm on the phone. That moment happened where I finally said, Ma, I'm going to go to California to become a bodybuilder. And <laughs> silence on the phone. And all of a sudden you hear, Herbie, pick up the phone and talk to your kid. I'm putting my head in the oven. And it was that moment where I said it. It was out there. And the bus ride from upstate New York all the way to Baldwin, Long Island. And think about this. Everybody who's listening, everybody has had moments in their lives. Everyone has dreams. No matter who you are, if you're 50, 60, 70, you have dreams. It's not over. It's not over. And when you have this dream that you have, as I did, and you said it finally, you put it out there, you better be ready to defend it. Yep. Because most people, like we talked about a few minutes ago, my mom and dad, they loved me, but they were like, not a good choice, stay in college. And then finally they said, look, get it out of your system, go to LA, you'll be back in six months, your bedroom will be perfect for you, don't worry. And I had a girlfriend who said, you'll never make it. I, all my buddies all said, are you out of your mind? You're like a fat guy and you're going to be a bodybuilder now? You know, you're, you're never going to make it. And that's what drove me, Michael. So I get to L.A., I, I, I enter the Mr. Southern California contest. I'm, I'm taking you through quick, 1978, right? right? 1978, the Mr. Southern California. Now, I was Arnold around there? Was Arnold around there? Was he, like, the legend that he, like, Arnold was there, He was right? the legend. Arnold okay. was the king. Arnold, Arnold was the king. Franco and all those guys were the legend. Arnold right? and Franco. I mean, Arnold, Arnold lives down the street from me here in L.A., and, you know, right. uh, oh, oh, so, but, but, but. The, the bottom line is, though, is that this is when all – who's that? Who's oh, that? Come here. Come here. Come here. I want you to say hi to Jake. Come here. You're going to love him. I promise. Come here. You come have here, to look. come over. Come here. Look. He can't see your face. Let him I see can't see. He can't see. He's talking. He can't hear. Can you see him? Come here. Come here. Say hi. Who is that? Who? Hello. Hello. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Okay, go cook. What are you cooking? Do it, do, it uh, do it again. Okay. Hello, buddy. How you doing, man? Say hi, Jay. Say hi, Jay. Do it again. Do it again. Say hello. Okay. All right. Let me get hello, back. Hello, buddy. Okay. How you doing? All right. What's your name? Hello. You want to get up here? Me. All right. He's three years old, Jake. This What's is his name? Jet. Jet. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Jet, yeah, Bobby. All right, what do you mean? 
Jennifer, you go ahead. I'm going to fuck this one off. Hey, Jennifer. I'm in trouble with my Wi-Fi today. What I was saying to you before is how important it is at this moment in time for our industry to see someone who has had to have perseverance in his life, who has overcome all kinds of obstacles to live his dream and never stop striving. Because you know what's so important about any moment, let alone this moment, when you have to find the silver lining of opportunity. Everybody in our industry needs to know that there is opportunity to be had right now and how honored we are on this year launch day to demonstrate for people your great success in making something happen and come to life in a time when no one says that anything can happen. You once again come forward at a time to do the impossible, the improbable, the inexplicable. You're doing something that somebody told you no and how many times in your life we're hearing that someone tell you no. So come with me now and help inspire yet another generation to find a silver lining, to find their own potential, to find their own opportunity. Because everybody in the hospitality industry, if your restaurant's closing, if your food and love and drinks and nutrition story is ending in one place, it means it's going to open somewhere else. And you're here to demonstrate it can open anywhere if you make it happen. Talk about this moment as the silver lining and how on launch day for you, this is an inspiration for a whole new generation. Well, listen, first of all, Jennifer, Matt, you gave me the chills now. That was that was fantastic. Me and Mikey were like, you know, talking about uh talking about all kinds of fun, fun, crazy things. This is this is very major what you just said. And you know, I'm I'm gonna tell you guys this, and, and this is something that I want your audience to hear. When I, I in eighth grade, I went out for my basketball team. Because I thought I was a great basketball player. Because because my mom said, Jake, you're a great basketball player. And I went out and I got cut from the team. And as you know, as a 15-year-old, you know, when you get told no, it was the first time I stepped myself out and took the shot, right? Not a lot of people in this world, although a lot of people that watch you guys and you guys, entrepreneurs who start restaurants, create businesses, that's amazing in and of itself. That moment, once again, I took that shot. I get cut from my team, the basketball team. It wasn't my team. I get cut. And a friend gave me a poem called Don't Quit. And this poem, at 15 years old, guys, I had no idea what it meant. It was like, are you kidding? What, what do you mean the poem? I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you something. This is, this is the poem. This is the plaque. Oh, you still 15, have I it. still have it. This is it. You can't see Don't Quit on here. I trademarked the words in 1981. Wow. Wow. I trademarked the words in 1981. And this, look, I was a bar mitzvah kid, right? Uh, I, I call myself, a, I guess you could say, like a junior varsity Jew, you know, living in L.A. <laughs> uh, my kids, my, my, my daughter got bar mitzvah. My three sons got bar mitzvah. Uh, my wife is more Jewish than me, and she's not even Jewish. Right. Uh, but we embrace family and what's in your heart, you know. And this poem, Don't Quit, has become a Bible verse to me. And if you think about it, when we go through these stories and you tell some stories too, I'm just going to read this poem, right? When things Please. go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, When the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure turn about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Success is failure turned inside out. The silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your hardest hit. It's when things seem worst that you must not quit. 
and you, you, you don't made know her cry. You made her cry. <laughs> oh, that's great, Jennifer. You made my. <laughs> wow, you're sweet. That is so great. So wait, he wrote that. That's you. No, 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 no. This this was an anonymous poem that was given to me in 1981. I trademarked the words "Don't Quit" and I kept the words sacred. For all these years, I fought off the biggest brands in the world, Nike and you name it, spent millions of dollars keeping the trademark sacred. And I just assumed in my life, now at 62, I thought, you know, I've been on the philanthropic side, putting fitness centers in elementary and middle schools these last 10 years, um, you know, doing lots of different things. I thought that with Don't Quit, I'll pass it on to my children and hopefully they'll be able to do something. And Jennifer, as you said, like I said, life's about moments. This is crazy. I, I was investing in the beverage business. Uh, I was one of the early investors in a coconut water called Zico coconut water and uh, turned out to be a very good investment. And then I got involved in a company called Avion Tequila which my friend Doug Ellen. Doug Allen, Doug Allen from the Five Towns. That's it. Now Doug you know, Allen from the Five Towns. Now you know Kenny Dicta then too, then right? No, I know. I well, you know some of my fraternity brothers in the Jewish house are were growing up were friends with Doug, and of course Mike Tyson and Louis Lombardi and all. Oh, of course, guys. yeah. Okay, right, so, so they're all friends with Doug. Yeah. Doug is a pal, and I used to have a home in Nantucket. And um, he came out with Kenny Dichter, who I who I was introduced. Both of those guys are Merrick guys, right? From right. Merrick, and I'm from Baldwin, right? Those right. were a bunch younger than me, sitting around my pool. True story. These guys were coming up with a job for Turtle. If you watch the show Entourage, right? And they came up with this idea: he should have a tequila company, and they named it Avion because Kenny Dichter had a jet service called Marquee Jet. Which he sold to Rupert Murdoch with my right? buddy Jesse Isler. Oh come on! Well, Jesse. Come on, stop, Jesse! Get out of here! I went to I college with Jesse. Come on! I just spoke to Jesse yesterday. I went to college with him. He was crazy in college. Then he wrote that anthem or whatever the hell it was, and he got some a Grammy for it or something crazy, and he never stopped. Mm-hmm. Best. He is also the best. Actually, and actually, Sarah. As we mm-hmm. friends, I mean, they were at the house in Tucket too. But but the cool thing is, though, is that they came up with this Avion tequila at my house in Nantucket. And they ended up selling that to Pernod. Oh, and people, good. no, and people thought that I knew what I was yeah. doing in the beverage world. So I was seeing every new beverage idea. And this is, I'm telling you guys, I'm taking you through this little, how we got that. to this moment here on this launch day of Don't Quit is I'm sitting, I, I have two investments. One is a sparkling water called Big Swig, right, out of Austin, Texas, my brother-in-law's son, and another and another spirits company called Blue Marble Cocktails. Wait, 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 hold on, what? What, what do you, you know Blue Marble? Do I you know Blue Marble? Do I know Blue Marble? Allie Miller? Allie? I know everything. We're going to talk later. So Blue Marble... I'm not going to say this in front of everybody, but I have a little bit of a shareholder in this thing called the Proof Awards. And Blue Marble is a big winner in the Spirit Awards competition called the Proof Awards. I love it. I'm emailing the lady and all these people constantly back and forth. They, they, I give them free ads in the magazine. I love it so much. I'm like, give me your ads. Just give me your ads. So I got involved early on. I met Ali. I call him Ali Marbles. That's what I call him, Ali Marbles. Right. It's crazy. So I also have right a great a great relationship at a beverage company and very good friends with the president of the company. So I brought these two ideas, which I do. Look, as an entrepreneur, and you guys know this, as an entrepreneur, your life is about relationships. And that's what you have to understand. And what people need to know, especially during these kinds of times, it's not about, hey, Mikey, listen, I can help you and introduce you to Jennifer. And you really, would you do that, Jake? Yeah, but you know what, man? Um, I I need a piece of the action. No, that's not an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur 
who trusts himself. It's about old school Rolodex. Remember the word Rolodex, right? Well, Where, you, ready? you must have read my book. Because well, it's all about that. You're right. It's all about the role. It's and and it's funny. God, where are you every day when someone says, "Hey, Michael, can you introduce me to this guy?" And then my buddy or someone else will say, "Well, did you, did you get it in writing that you're going to get something?" I'm like, "It's not about that." But think about but think about your friend Robin Leach. What a sweet man he was, and his life was about relationships. So and that's what I based. So I based my whole life on that. So we cut back. I'm going to take you back and forth, but. After this, I'm going to go back again. I'm going to I'm going to put a button on on on, on getting right. close to why we're here today. But here I was, came to California. I entered the Mister Southern California contest. Right, That's true. I read all. I, the guy that beat me was on steroids. Of and, course. And I read all the Muscle Magazine guys. Everybody said eat 18 eggs and 24 chickens a day, and you two could become Mister America. I clucked a lot. It never happened because, and no one ever mentioned steroids. And here I was. Now I think you will definitely get this, Mike. Where in fourth grade they used to give you these TB tests, right? Where they would yeah. they would prick you, yeah. right? core prompt thing, right? I used to faint at that. <laughs> let alone putting a needle in my own battissima, right? right? Exactly. So I had to make a decision. Here I am. It's 1978. I'm in L.A. I left my family. I left my girlfriend. I left college. And I left my friends. And now I had to make a decision at almost 19 years old. Do I take steroids in order to be a professional bodybuilder? Or do I go home? Or do I think of something else? And it was at that moment again. Remember, life's about moments. You have highs and lows. I was in L.A. for a few months. I couldn't meet a soul. I don't know what it was. The New York guy in me, I, I, I just didn't work. And I decided I'm staying in L.A. And the main reason was I love working out. I love what it did for me. But I also, the, the, the voices in my head, man, of you can't do it and you'll never make it. That's what made me stay. I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I know I love working out. I know I love what it's done for me and how I feel. I was in the right place at the right time. And I was the first guy to do personal fitness training right. Made and made it an occupation where truly it was one of those crazy things. I'm in my apartment complex in Studio City, California, catching rays. I was bouncing in a bar at night. <laughs> this actress had come over to me and said, you know, I see you here all the time. Um, you know, you're in great shape. Uh, I have a Club Med commercial I have to do. I've got eight weeks to get in shape. Would you mind helping me? 1979, Jane Fonda had just come on the scene. Sure. And you have a lot of women who are listening right now. If you remember back in that day, uh, women were very intimidated by using weights. So yeah. big muscle. So Jane did all the high impact aerobic stuff, right? I was all about weight training. And this gal said to me, she says, look, I like you, but I don't want to look like you. Could you come up with a workout to help me out? And I said, uh, um, yeah, I guess I could. She goes, well, how much would it cost? And I go, I don't know. Uh, give me gas money for my 1977 white Camaro that I used to have Jake 77 on the license plate. I always kept a very low profile. Very, yeah, low profile. very low, very low, yeah. Right, oh man? My God. And no, true. And 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 uh I came up with a workout because I figured, you know what, she seemed like an A-type personality to me. I love working out. I I always went to the gym, but I never hung out in the gym. I got my workout in and I left. And I thought, I'll come up with a workout for this girl. Right. And I thought about it. I'll use a broomstick for twisting and things like that. Right. A towel, isometric uh, resistance training. Michael, huh? all the rage today. Resistance training. If I'm pulling down on a towel and you're pulling up all that resistance, if even if you had 25 pound dumbbells in your hand, right. I'm pulling down with more resistance. But psychologically, it's a bath towel and two cans of mama's tomato paste, the shoulders. For, right, all play. 
and I had this thing called the Jake Run. And I, it was a 30-minute workout. And um, she said, could you come to my boyfriend's house and do the workout there? Absolutely. Beverly Hills, I drive to the house. I knock on the door. And if you weren't on the cover of Musclehead Digest, I didn't know who you were. Right. Guy answers the door. Turns out to be Francis Ford Coppola. And, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I thought to myself, wow, uh, th- this guy could use a workout too, huh? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and turns out it was, she was the friend. She was dating this 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 friend of Francis's, and I, that's where I met them. And I started training this gal, and they started going to parties, and people started saying, "You look great. What are you doing?" This guy Jake comes to my house. He's got a thirty minute workout with a broomstick, a towel, and a chair. He tells funny stories. It's really kind of cool, but he eats too much. And I said because I used to open the fridge, and I had no money. Right. So these guys, this guy had a great Francis Ford Coppola had one of the best fridges in the neighborhood. I can tell you that right. right now. And they would say, what a great idea. What's his phone number? Now, Michael, you know the old story, right? Uh, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Uh, but, this is out to LA. but this is just you doing what you do, right? Yes. Like, this is yes. the most important. And then we're going to get to the launch all that. But this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. important part of, of, of life, right? Right, Jake? Right. Like, you can't rush it because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, I, you and I, similar, my dad was a doctor, right? So he's going, go to medical, go be a lawyer. Don't, don't, I want to be in the business, dad. I want to go to business. <laughs> That's what I want, right? You know, my grandfather never went to college, right? My dad was the first one to go through. So I was like, no, dad, I don't want to do that. I want to do be in business. I want to be in, and, and you don't know, you think you know. But you don't passion leads, yeah. But the thing is, passion leads and everything else follows. So all of a sudden, now, one thing that happened, what's his phone number? Well, I never listed my phone number. You remember back in the day, there were were no no cell phones, right? So you had you had to list your number. And one thing about Hollywood or any place, if you're good and people want to get a hold of you and they can't, they seem to want you more. And it became this mystique of who is this guy? You got to get him. Now, in my little apartment in Studio City with my little recorder, right? That my little voicemail thing that you said, uh-huh. remember you said a little beeper? You yeah, said, of course. And the tape would rewind. Of course. Steven, Spiel, Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford, Priscilla right. Presley, Bette Midler, Warren Beatty, Barbara Streisand. Or, I mean, everybody. And I only, I tell you these names because it's you and me now. We get to know each other a little bit. Yeah. I learned the most amazing lesson in my life, and this is for everybody listening. These people are no different than you and I. The only difference is they had a dream and they never quit on their dream and never took no for an answer. And you know what? That gave me all the incentive in the world to say to myself, you know, I might never direct ET too, but I'm going to have my own success in life. And Steven Spielberg became like a big brother to me. And he let me be, let me hang around. When I trained Harrison Ford for Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple right. of Doom, and all these movies, I got to learn the business of the town and the town itself and the and people. that's what it is. Came. You stick around. Right? You and I talked a little about my relationship with Mike, right? Tyson, he was champion of the world when we met. We became best friends. He's the baby's godfather, by the way, little one, right? And, that's great. And you stick around. You meet people. You learn. You don't ask for nothing. You don't do, you know, you're not, it's right. not about that. I would never. You just said it. You You see, but you just, that's a cardinal. That is so important what you just said, Michael. Uh, Here I was with these people. If I started saying, oh, I have a script, you and I wouldn't know each other to this. I would never have made it out of of that first inning. Okay, so Francis's nephew, who you would know who he is, very big star. Little, little nutty, but he's one of my close friends, right? You, you no, know, wait a second. Right so Nicholas, so wait a second. So Nicholas yes. Cage. I wasn't going to say his name, wait, Cage. His, it, one, of his, one, one of his first movies was Valley Girl. Of course. Right? And I, I will say this. Martha, Colleen Camp, was, was shot at Colleen's house. I met him when they, when they did the movie. He must have been right. 17 years old. Yeah. Right? 20, 20, whatever. So I mean, we go back and but forth. He's but he's the kid that everyone's like, "Oh, he's a, you know, he's Coppola's nephew." No, Nicholas busted his ass to be where he is. You know this. Nothing was getting No, nothing was getting I mean, he fights as, with, and, uh, and it 
and he was a, and he's a real talent, a real talent. And that's just look, the yeah. world let the world let you be what you make them believe you are. And for me, I was able to parlay that famous by association into videos and books and television shows. The first linear fitness television network called Fit TV, which fortunately I sold to Rupert Murdoch. And then because of the relationships, listen, this is for everybody. I, I went to three months of college. I'm no genius. You put yourself out there. Listen, I have won a lot and I have failed a lot. But I've always taken but I've always taken shots. If you you have to take the shot. And I tell people, I'd much rather be the guy driving myself off the cliff than sitting next to you taking me off the cliff, with all due respect, Mikey. You know what I mean? With all due respect. So for me, I kept parlaying. And the infomercial business happened and television shows and then the television network. And then I launched the first on-demand fitness television network called Exercise TV. I founded Major League Lacrosse. Which you know, uh, this is just finished it yesterday. Season. I just right. watched it yesterday. Right, they were, which, in which Utah. they were in Utah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 these are things that they weren't there before, and that's the cool thing. And here, so let's get back to where we are today. Right, this moment, this pandemic, uh, especially your industry, is a is very challenged. And I, a a sort of outside the box thinker in the beverage world, okay, have these two brands that now I'm invested in a little bit, right? Blue Marble, which you know, Big Swig, which 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 is a sparkling water out of Austin, Texas. I call my friend who is president of a big beverage company, and he says, Jake, these are too small. They're too small. But I want you to call a guy named Danny Stepper. He has a company called LA Libations in El Segundo, California. Think of it like this, a tech incubator in Silicon Valley. This guy is a beverage incubator in El Segundo, California. I said, well, that's a genius idea. So I went and took a visit with him. We sat down. I had the two CEOs ready to talk on the phone, right? This is what I normally do. If you were, Mike, I'm going to introduce you to somebody. I'll have you on the phone and say, Mike, I want to introduce you to Jennifer. And I put you guys together. My CEOs are ready to talk. And I sit down with this kid, Danny, who's a great young guy, smart as heck. Actually, he was involved in Zico. I didn't know that. He was involved in Honest Tea, Core Water, Body Armor. Okay? Big, big brands. Yeah. He says to me about the sparkling water, not interested. He says to me about the spirits company, not interested. Six minutes into the conversation, I go, well, God bless, buddy. I, I got nothing else for you. He said, no, no, we should hang and talk. Now, this was two years ago, about a year, almost two years ago. We sit down. I tell him a story about don't quit, just like I told you. Right. And he goes, wait, wait, don't quit. And he starts looking out the window, and he says, dude, are you familiar with the brands Insure and Boost? I said, well, I see the commercial, you know, talking banana. And this. And he says, no, have you ever seen the ingredient panel? The ingredient panel on those two products, they're poison, Jake. My mother drinks those, he says. And she, I didn't know. She keeps it hidden in the back of the fridge. How many? It's a $3.5 billion category called adult nutrition. I'm 62. So over the age of 50, people start treating people differently. Although I, I would bet, Mike, what do you, how do you feel? You'd say, I think I'm 21. I, 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 mean, I feel 21. I bet you the majority of your audience would say, yeah, man, I mean, I might be 60 or 70 or 58. I feel like I'm 19 to 20. Well, let's do this together. So he says to me, we've been working on some formulations. It's not there yet in this adult nutrition category because we believe that we can really shake it up. Let's do this together. And I go, now, we just met for 10 minutes. Like, Let me right. think about it. We end up joining forces. We you know bring why, in- though, because you – Told him what you had. You're like, I, I love meeting you. But there's nothing we can do. And he's like, No, there's something we can do. Let's figure it right because you know you're desperate. I mean, you, well, those days are long gone, right? For all of us, hopefully. But when that happens, things come together, right? And That's right. That you don't want them to come together. You just realize they do. They flow. You know. And here's the thing. And here's the thing. The world lets you be what you make them believe you are. 
The world lets you be what you make them believe you are. And so here he and I, Danny Stepper, I call D-Step, start noodling this. And we connect with the CEO of Cura Dr. Pepper, okay? A guy named Bob Gamcourt, who, by the way, is a Jersey guy. Right. I met a lot of executives in my life, right? And there, and there were a couple of great, by the way, in Arizona, Jennifer, you're back. But in Arizona, I never there's left. a gal, there's a, a terrific woman named Pam Kahaley who is the president and CEO of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona, who is a champion, who is awesome. She's amazing. And, and she's got such her. a, you, you do. She's such a, she's got such an entrepreneurial spirit for a corporate person. Well, Bob Gamcourt, the same way at Cura Dr. Pepper. He got this in two seconds. We didn't have formulations. We had one page about me. And he goes, wait, my wife loves you, Jake. I followed you since I'm like 23 years old. Let's do this together. Right. We, we Now, we were supposed to launch the brand. You talk about life's about moments. We were supposed to launch the brand about seven or eight months ago. Oh, we weren't almost ready yet. It was like, for me, my face here, this is, don't quit, guys. This is, this yeah, is orange. This is this is orangeicle, right? Orangeicle. There it is. Oh, that looks fantastic. Okay, and here is and there's. Oh, hey, there, there I am, is. right there, yeah, right, yeah. right. So that's the heartbeat of every Jewish girl in the world, by the way. <laughs> you're a. That's true. You're you big macha, you. You're the a big rabbis. Macha. The rabbis look. You get older, you're gonna marry this guy. Looks like this. Go find this guy. That this. So right but, now but, he's chubby and has braces and a Jew fro. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But but we talk about it. Jennifer, you said it. When this pandemic hit, and I'm just going to tell you guys from the bottom of my heart, I had hung up the, I call it the Superman uniform, the Body by Jake outfit. I had kind of, look, I'm always Body by Jake wherever I go, right? But I said, I, I don't, I wasn't doing the fitness on television anymore. I wasn't doing those things. And what was interesting that happened was Fox started to call, CNN, ESPN. When the country was shut down, gyms were shut down. Jake, could you do something? You know, you were the guy that created personal fitness training. Would you, you know, with a broomstick and a towel, people are desperate. They're in their homes. Would you do something on social media? I was kind of anti-social media. Jake, if I could paraphrase, if yeah. I could paraphrase, we need you now, Jake, again. Well, thank you. Well, I'm back. We're doing it. I was never away. It's just now my focus is with, with like I tell people, and I do it in, in our commercial, that it will start playing very soon, that my audience grew up with me, but I also grew up with you. And we're, we're, we're in this together. You know, we're here. So we haven't quit. And we took the brand. We took the, we took the trademark of Don't Quit, and we put it on this brand. So when you go to don'tquit.com, Right. We wanted to make a nutrition shake, guys. Right. Here's something really interesting. And, th and this is important for you to see. No soy, no wheat, no corn, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors or sweetness. OK, 26 vitamins and minerals. Gluten free. It's the first real clean label clean, nutrition clean, clean. shake. Clean, clean, clean. And if you notice, it's not in it isn't in PET, which is plastic. It's in this Tetra Edge, which we made it a point to do, recyclable, very important, but it tastes delicious. Usually something that's good for you tastes kind of crummy. So if, you, if you're 45, 50, 60, 70, think about this. Open the fridge in the morning and you see the words don't quit. Think about that. Midday, you want to have a chocolate bar? This is what, look, I have a crazy sweet tooth, guys. That's why we did chocolate, vanilla, chai tea, and orangeicle, like creamsicle, like us growing up, they're delicious and they're so good for you. And I want to get out in front of this because our original has 10 grams of protein. It has uh, 180 calories. It's got 14 grams of sugar. And there's a reason. It's cane sugar. It's natural. But a lot of people need their, they need their calories. They need, we get to certain ages and people need their calories, but because of the vitamins and nutrients, it gives you a nice boost. And because of the vitamins and nutrients and the clean label, it keeps you going and going for the rest of the afternoon. This is meant as a meal supplement. People already, I just want to let you know, when you go to don'tquit.com right now, we launched today. So I'm doing this with you guys. 
This morning we already sold out. You sold out of chocolate. You sold. I mean, we sold out. We sold out of our chocolate max, which has 30 grams of protein, one gram of sugar. But the vanilla max is awesome, and the flavors are great. We're, we're going to be in some 2,500 supermarkets in a week and a half. Uh, Albertson Safeway, Fries, out where you are, Jennifer. Um, I'm actually, I had to run into an Albertsons because my Wi-Fi went down. I had to not quit until I found a place that had Wi-Fi that I could, I'm literally in an Albertsons right now. I'm gonna I love it. Up. Well, but, but this, this, this today is a testament because you're inspiring us. And this is a product for the champion in everyone where this moment in time is calling upon us to persevere and to find that will to win that will to find the silver lining, to go and thrive in an uh, otherwise moment of um, challenge. And, and I cannot thank you enough for this message of doing whatever you have to do with your dream and your passion to persevere. Well, that's it. You, you, you just said it. And, and, and those words don't quit. Think about that. If, if you were right now, Jennifer, right with your shopping cart and you're going up and down the aisles and you're thinking about all the challenging things that are happening in your life, the folks in your industry, everybody visualize for a second. And you just and now you you come upon the words don't quit. Are you not going to pick that up? And that's what I know when it's in your refrigerator. I bet you a, a zillion dollars that. If you're taking a walk in a park or out gardening or in a gym, I guarantee you never see a person holding a bottle of Booster and Shaw with all due respect. (laughs) But I guarantee this, now you're going to see a person on a walk with Don't Quit. Jake, I need to to say one other thing to you um, because this is really important. This isn't about the product alone. We are here together today because we want to honor your intention and your intention for every single person that responds to this message that needs to hear your coaching, your encouragement. Every one of us has a champion in them in whatever we do next. And we needed someone right this minute to come along after months and months and months of the quarantine and the COVID. We needed that that really uh, uplifting encouragement from you. And we just needed to hear those Uh, simple words. I think it's, but it's your intention behind this. This isn't your intention to just give us clean nutrition. This isn't just, this, this is so much more. This is that, what I call the dividend. Yours is a product that has this really powerful intentional dividend. Wow. Jennifer, th- I mean, that. thank you. And I appreciate you saying that because that means the world to me. And that's what my life has always been about, man, is uh, I've, I've been about, you know, hope. And I think when you have your hope and you have health and a dream, you you have everything. And especially right now in in this moment, you know, with all the with with all the negativity around. It's important to find the good and important to find the positive. And I will tell you, just as myself, my wife, we've been married going on 32 years. Uh, our two younger sons are back home from school. We've had a, it's been awesome to have them at the house. So look for the positives. Yeah. There are plenty of crummy things going on in the world, but you know, success is failure turned inside out. And I keep saying it, you know, that this is it right here. Fuel the fight in you. No matter where you are in your life, no matter what age you are, you have a dream, pursue that dream. If you can look in the mirror, it's a matter of changing the words I can't to I can. I can't to I can do this. I can get up in the morning. I can open that fridge. See those words don't quit. Start my day off right. Be positive. Get a little exercise in. Don't make yourself crazy. Don't make exercise a second job. And just I'm a, listen, I'm a big believer in this, guys. I don't know about you all. I have a yellow pad. I make notes all day long. Yep. I have a pad. Yeah, did you read my book, honestly? Because in my book, I, <laughs> I counted 300 times. Get out your yellow pad. Get out your yellow pad. Get out your yellow pad. This is That's it. Is. Look, it's what I do. Look, everything's don't quit, isn't it? This I, is everything. You I know. want to get some of those. That's hey, listen. Sad. Jake, I, I know that Michael and I didn't plan this, and it's a little bit impromptu, but I have to tell you, I am so powerfully moved by what's happening here today, by
by your message and your energy and your intention. When your spots and your commercials are ready, will you give us the privilege of running them in our show? Because there's no more it. powerful message. And the whole reason Michael and I do this show is to remind everybody in our industry, don't quit. Oh, Be well, I've got them. I'm going to send them. I'm going to send the commercials to you right after the show, and you guys can run them and enjoy them. But uh, Jennifer, this was this was great. And the next time, seriously, we we get a chance to break this COVID thing and get on a road. I mean, I'm sure you guys. I I haven't been on a plane since March first. Actually, I was in Arizona March first. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's it's been Brother, great, listen, you guys. when you come to Tucson, by the way, so you know Tucson is the city of gastronomy, and it's the Delice Network city. And I've been doing uh, radio shows about food in Tucson for 20 years. It's, it's In fact, it's our 20th anniversary. The next time you come to Arizona, the next time you come to Tucson, give me the honor of letting me take you around to some of our pals to the Tucson Taco Trail, to the 23 miles of Mexican food, the best Mexican food in the country, to the healthy food, to the nutritious food. There is something going on that will really touch your heart. And if you haven't come there with me, I got to tell you, uh, I'll show you a different side of our old Puebla. Amen. Amen. Gene Wilder and the Cisco kid. I don't know. I love it. You you know what? No, it's going to be great. Jennifer, you and I will do that. And then, Mike, I'll go get some matzo brai with you in Vegas. I'm coming to oh, you. We're going to go to, to Canada. No, no, time out, time out. You didn't say matzo brai was involved. I'll come to Vegas. Let's go. Now, do you do matzo brai with sour cream or applesauce? Sour cream. Jake, sour Jake, cream. I'm going to turn you on to something even better. Next time you're in Tucson, get the La Mexicana brand of crema. It's Mexican table crema. It's like sour cream, only with more como se llama. It's got a little bit more flavor, a little bit more tang. Everything we love about sour cream with like a fancier, brighter color dress. I'm telling listen, you, you're gonna there, love it. And listen, you're gonna thank you me. guys, you guys got it. And why I love this and why I came on because I love to eat. Eating, this is why I train so I can eat. Like I tell people, I eat like I'm going to the electric chair every night. That's how I like to eat, you know? Hey, Jake, no. I got to ask you a question because I'm a woman in my 50s. And TMI, Jennifer, TMI. Go ahead. Yeah, but I'm an awesome woman in my 50s. There you go. She's sure are. I've got to get myself back into my best self form. And I got to tell you, you have inspired me today to do whatever it takes. And when I think about, are you done for the day? Have you done enough walking? Have you done enough of what you're going to do? I have to say tomorrow, I'm going to say go one extra minute. And if every day I do one extra minute, that's going to be powerful. Thanks. To That's you. the word right there. That's Don't the quit. word. Don't quit. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Jake, thank what you a pleasure. So Let's connect later after this. We'll have the people connect us. Jennifer, I'm going to talk to you now. We're going to let Jake go because there are more people that need to be inspired by him. Yeah, Thanks, no. guys. Jake, thank, thank you. you. Don't, go to don'tquit.com right now. Don'tquit.com yeah. right now. Order up. Check it out. You're going to love it. And tell me your thoughts and recipes. Because yes. I'm taking my Ooh. orange sickle, and, and and you guys could come up with some recipes. I'd love it. I'm taking my orange sickle, and I take some dates and banana ice, blend it up. We take the chocolate when it's in stock, and we take some almond butter and a banana with some ice and and, and blend it up. It's the greatest treat of all time. It's so 26 vitamins and minerals. You're you're enjoying the cheat, and it's not a cheat. It's great it's for you. I love you guys. Don't Thank quit. you, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Congratulations. What right, an amazing guy. God. Oh my God. I I'm on the right. I know that I'm always on the right path now after watching him. Right. You know. From the moment that we started doing this show, and I think this is show fifty-three or fifty-four. From the moment we started doing the show, you said to me, Jennifer, I don't care about all that. All I want to do is make sure that everybody in our industry re-sparks and reignites the passion that's going to get them to recreate whatever their adaptation is for the next run in the world of hospitality and food and whatever comes next for them. But they have to do it with the same vigor and passion that they did the first thing with. And you got me in with that idea and i gotta tell you of all the guests can we not use that word can you not say i got you infected sounds off all right you inspired me i was just inspired by jake which i can't even believe i was inspired by him because 
he was telling me things that he does as a businessman that I wrote about in my book. I'm. Right, we're gonna. It looks like we're gonna lose each other. There's something going on. Jennifer, stay yeah. healthy. We'll see you in a couple of days. Hug your kids. Count your blessings. And whatever you do, don't quit. I want to finish every show by saying, "Don't quit." Don't quit. Don't quit. Jennifer, just quit. Don't. Quit. I love you. Whether you are thinking about becoming a restaurateur or you are already in the business, Michael Politz has written a must-read. The Food and Beverage Magazine's Guide to Restaurant Success. Pick up your copy today at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Books A Million, or wherever fine books are sold.